Good morning, baseball fans. It is Sunday, October 2nd, and we are in October baseball, y'all. Shelby, can I just tell you how excited I was when we both showed up with our H-Town versus everyone? I wish everybody sweatshirts. seen the, the reaction, actual reaction. The actual hype. Because I am back <laughs> this week after a spontaneous fishing trip last Sunday, which I'm pretty sure Susie wanted to kill me, but... After okay. ditching me! Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Shelby. It's much appreciated. Thomas Holden, very nicely, though. But I did re redeem myself with the, the matching H-Town versus everyone hoodies, so... This is true. This is true. And this is this is not planned, y'all. This, this was not planned. <laughs> she popped up into the recording, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And it was so, <laughs> it was so cute. So I think maybe uh, we. I just need to start recording before we actually start recording and we can just get those those magical clips at some point in time maybe i know i feel like we get a you know as we're going over and breaking down what our episode's going to be about we, we we get some high quality uh um reaction Content, right yes, I, think, I, I think we do i think maybe that's maybe next next uh next week when we record We'll start that. So anyways, uh, if you guys are joining us for the first time, we really thank you for being here. Um, that is Shelby over there. I am Susie. And this is uh, Bourbon and Baseball, where we sometimes drink bourbon, more oftentimes not. And it's just whatever random alcohol we have. But we really like alliteration around here. So hence the Bourbon and Baseball. And obviously, we love baseball. And we love talking about baseball. And we love alcohol. Maybe as much as baseball. Shh, no one. Don't tell anybody. It just goes hand but, in hand. <clears throat> yes. What do you have to drink today while we record? So, I, you know, I, I got to tell our listeners. So I sent uh, Susie a, a picture yesterday. So normally the only thing that shows up in our in our fridge and we keep in our household is I drink tequila quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> And so the last couple times I've drank on the podcast, it's been tequila. So I sent Susie a picture and I was like, guess what I just got? And it was just a brown bag and everybody knows where the brown bag comes from. So I am trying Basil Hayden's bourbon whiskey. Oh. So um, we're giving it a little sip, but uh, I'm pretty excited. It has some nice aromas. Doesn't yeah. smell bad like bad decisions. <laughs> so high class. So, um, so I have a tiny bottle of Heritage Brown Sugar Bourbon. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure that if we have any actual bourbon drinkers listening of 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 you fourteen listeners out there, we've we've moved up in the world. We have we now have fourteen, Shelby. They probably are laughing at my brown sugar bourbon and my tiny airplane bottle, but that's okay. That's okay. I am here for it. So we are going to try this. We're going to take a tiny sip of this. I have a, I have a flight of bourbons, apparently. Like if you can, hold on, I will move my screen down so you guys can see. <laughs> I have a can of bootleggers kentucky wait, mule wait, which we tried you, you two episodes ago 
I did. Yeah. I tried. I tried it too. We're not about wasting in this house, Shelby. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. So we're, we're, so we're going to try <laughs> that again. And then my husband made me this. And we're going to try this one as well. And this is apparently Old Weller and cranberry juice. I love Weller. So, I love so we're going to try... We're going to try all of these in, in betwixt, in between, uh, talking about our favorite, our favorite sport. So I, I think so, we need, I think we should make another disclaimer. We just like to try this stuff. We don't know all the fancy hints of <laughs> flavors. I don't know no, why, I, just, I don't know why it's considered a bourbon versus no, like a whiskey or a scotch or no whatever. Okay. Not a clue. I know that this. I know that this smells like brown sugar, though. Really <laughs> so. to try that because I would probably like it. I love anything with brown sugar. So it's uh, brown with bra- Excuse me, I cannot read because, <laughs> well, along with the fact that my eyes are getting old, uh, this is bourbon whiskey with natural brown sugar and cinnamon flavors added. So let's. I let's would go. probably like that. I can't wait for you to try it. Oh, this is amazing. That's not. Mm. That's. Woo. Yeah, I don't know why you did room temp. I'm an on the rocks kind of gal. I'm not like I'm. I'm gonna go on the rocks. Uh, this is. <laughs> do, do you do you watch Cat Williams, Shelby? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, this reminded me of the Cat Williams sketch, where he's like. Black friends, but he doesn't say black friends. Black friends, you got to get yourself some white friends. Because those <laughs> motherfuckers, they will drink anything. It's true. And they're like, is this diesel? Spicy as a motherfucker. That's what that just reminded me of. Okay. I mean, I may have. I, I may have. So so we're going we're gonna to wash... We're gonna wash that brown sugar bourbon down with uh with some cranberry and old old weller. And I'm pretty sure this may this probably will taste better. I'm waiting well, for a reaction. That's way better. There's no way reaction better. to that because that's because <laughs> that's drinkable. <laughs> you like had like a, a a hard eye twitch when you took a <laughs> shot of that brown sugar bourbon. <laughs> like, I became real Asian. You were like really trying to hide how terrible it was, but there there was no hiding it. No, there was there was it was it was one of those visceral reactions that you just can't you just can't hide. So this uh very pleased with this, very pleased. My favorite is Weller Twelve, which I only get like once a year. Oh, uh, it's my favorite, but this is nice. This is very nice. Yeah, but, I don't I don't have a favorite bourbon. Um, typically when I when I drink, if I drink at home, it's either um tiny bitch drinks. Um, which I consider like Mike's Hard Lemonade and, you know, like those type of things. Yeah. Yeah. Or I drink vodka. Like I'll, I'll mix like a vodka cranberry juice or, you know, and you know, since we're in Texas, hi Tito's sponsor. I was just kidding. But that's typically what I'm drinking. Right. So bourbon and scotch more up Mike's alley. And so when I told him that we were going to start doing this, he's like, Oh my gosh, we can do this. And we do, I'm like, sir, this is, it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Okay. <laughs> the only reason that we chose bourbon was because of the alliteration of the baseball. That's really all that's, that happened. So anyways, good choice. Let's, let's talk about some baseball, Shelby. 
what I'm pumped. I, so we changed the format of our show notes to be a little bit more concise and a little less confusing for me. So let's hope that it works. Two columns, one for around the league, one for straight up Astros news. So we're going to go with the left column right now around the league. And I totally forgot to put any sort of notes for Monday. I'm pretty sure stuff around the league happened on Monday, but we, I don't know about it. So we're going to start off with Tuesday. We were in, um, we were in graduation meetings mm, already starting off. So it was not a good week for Shelby to watch a lot of baseball. Oh, that's but fine. I'm a big MLB reader. So, <laughs> yeah, so Tuesday. yeah, Tuesday was super exciting. Why was Tuesday super exciting, Shelby? The cards clinch, baby. The cards clinch. I, and you can't not cheer for the cards this year. Well, number one, obviously, Albert Pujols, which I didn't get to talk about last week. I was freaking pumped. Freaking pumped. I was so excited. Pretty sure I may have shed a tear or two, maybe three. Um, just super, super hyped for the guy. Um, but, you know, you got Yadi going out. You got, you know, you got an old guy like Adam Wainwright. We can't, we can't forget the lightning bolt in the side of the head a couple weeks ago we talked about. And then Albert Pujols. We love it. Love to see the cards clinch. Big day for it, them on Tuesday. I mean, you want to talk about a storybook ending for for that fran- franchise. Not that the franchise is ending. But, I mean, Yachty and Wayno and Pujols going back. It, it's, it's, almost, it's almost in that whole... This is why baseball is romantic category. Like, well, yeah, and then like the videos of Pujols celebrating in the locker room with this Bud Heavies and his his goggles. Like, you can't not love it. Like, baseball is magical, magical. Baseball is magical. So, I do want to talk about the Cardinals closer though, Ryan Helsley. Unbelievable. You are wow. That, that apparently I don't I don't have any words and I just have I was gonna say expletives but I was not an expletive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if y'all don't if y'all don't follow all of the baseball like Shelby and I do, Ryan Helsley had an immaculate inning on the 16th or 17th, and if y'all don't know what an immaculate inning is because I didn't know what an immaculate inning was until this season when hi Astros did it two immaculate innings in one game. Um, an immaculate inning is when the pitcher strikes out. Oh, hi cat. Chilling behind <laughs> me. Anyways, the pitcher um, strikes out the batter in literally nine strikes. That's there's no ground outs. There's no line outs. It's literally nine pitches all for strikes. Right. So Ryan Helsley had immaculate inning um, on the 16th or 17th of September and became the first MLB player in over three and a half seasons to throw four pitches in one game at 103 plus miles an hour. That is a freak of nature. (laughs) Uh, And when you look at Ryan Helsley on the mound, he does not look like. No. He throws gas, right? No, not at all. Like, is that just me? So. Um, that includes the fastest pitch since stat cast tracking at 104.2 miles an hour. He's totally, totally not something over. He knocked glass over. I really want to know what 104 looks like in the batter's box. Uh, I, I, just I a, a blur, a tiny dot. Can you even see it? 
I don't think you can so, see it. So, like, when you're hitting, Susie, like, you try to find the seam. So, right. So that you can see the spin. Like, can you see the seams? Like, how, like, think about how good, like, your vision has to be to see seams. Shelby, we, we talked about this beforehand, and I told you that I now had to hold my phone instead of here, <laughs> out here, okay? So may, maybe I do have a chance of seeing the baseball better because it's, you know, farther away. Who, who am I kidding? The person with the athletic ability of a gnat? <laughs> I really want to see one day, like, I want to see 100-plus out of the batter's box. I don't want to get hit by it. That sounds horrible. <laughs> but I just want to see it one time. <laughs> But 104, holy shit. That, I mean, that's freak of nature numbers. That, I, I can't. So, if by some miracle the cards get into the World Series and we play them, that, that will, that will be a nightmare. With Ryan Helsley's coming in, we're, it just, it's done. We're done for it. I, uh, so let's move on to, you know, the Yanks, which, okay, so let me tell you about, uh, this weekend, I, you know, everybody knows I watch football on the weekends. I've been pretty outward about it. Um, I don't like that we're getting Aaron Judge at bat cut-ins in the middle of the football game. I, okay, so. I understand, but. No, I don't even understand. Because first off, if I'm watching college football, there's a reason I'm watching college football, right? right? And it's not because I'm interested in baseball. Now, I am one of those rare unicorns that apparently only likes baseball and only has the mind power for baseball. So you will not catch me watching college football. Correct. But those people watching college football are like, no, that's not, this is not what we signed up for. And someone on Twitter had said, just imagine if you never followed baseball and you don't, and you live in under, under a rock and you don't know who Aaron Judge is. You would think that if you just saw Aaron Judge from these cut-ins, he was terrible. He would be a horrible baseball player. He was horrible. Yeah, I saw that too. But um, Wednesday, Yankees clinched the AL East, uh, beat the Jays. Aaron Judge uh, walks four times. Yeah. So his on-base percentage super high. Super high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, like, no. Um, did you, did you see, did you see the Marlins-Mets game? I where- did. I did. I would have lost my freaking shit. I would have thrown a fit on the mound. I don't, I, I would have thrown do, a fit. do not understand bulks. Okay. First off, I don't really understand bulks to begin with. I understand the whole when it's super obvious and like that one pitcher hit his leg and in the windup and you know right. that yes, call that a bulk. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> and I understand the reasoning behind a bulk, you know, so as to not deceive the runner and blah blah blah. But the fact of the matter that this R- Richard Blyer. Okay. Let me let me let me rewind and let me. Let me lay the, lay, lay the groundwork for those people who missed it, Shelby. So Richard Blyer is a relief pitcher for the Marlins. In the eighth inning, he comes in and the first base umpire basically called three balks on him in the same at bat to move Jeff McNeil over enough to score him. So Jeff McNeil hits a little single. Cool. Gets to first. First plays umpire, calls a balk. 
Richard Blyer had never in his MLB career been called for a bulk. I I don't I don't understand. I don't. Everybody was freaking out. I I would have thrown like a Kenny Powers fit. Kenny Powers fit for sure. I mean, like, I, he, he he was freaking out, but like I would have made a scene. Did not care. Like that was absolute bullshit. I bullshit. and I still I still didn't understand what what it was from, how, what, where. So I made Mike watch it, and he, Mike goes, "I don't think he's coming set, or I he, he's so, not coming set enough." He's like, he goes, maybe the first one, maybe. He goes, but the the second and third, that's just no. That's and so, so that's, I'm looking at it. I'm like. I don't understand. Yeah, no, I was watching too. It looked like like when he was like he wasn't. You have to give yourself kind of like a pause when you said uh-huh. it. Like when your front foot comes in, you have to like fully plant your foot, and I, it kind of looked like he was kind of touching and going. Um, but, okay, so but, but but all year, all that's, year, that's like how he does. That's that's what he does, right? That's that's his windup. That's what he does. And that, so I, cause I was looking and I was like, you know, does he deceive, is he, is it, is he doing something out of the norm? And I was looking up his at bats and it was, or his, um, his pitching and right. trying to find clips of it, <laughs> of Marlins relief pitchers is a little harder than one I think, but it looked like I found a couple of clips and it looked like it was the same, same thing, the same thing. I was wondering, so, I didn't have time to go back and look, but yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too, but wild. Yeah, I was, I was super confused. And even, <laughs> even with all that, the Marlins still beat the Mets and we'll, we'll talk about the Mets collapse in, in a, in a I know, uh, I know you're very, very passionate about bad umpires in Major League Baseball. So I knew we were going to talk about that this week. Freaking hate them. Anyways. Um, so another thing that I, that we wanted to discuss on this episode was Alec Manoa received a hundred thousand uh, dollar sportsmanship sportsmanship award. Pronunciation is is key in in the podcasting world <laughs> from Dove Men for defending Alejandro Kirk on Twitter, and I will link the article in the show notes. And I will actually link the article because I remembered to link the article in our notes. So it'll be super easy this time. So for those that don't, that didn't see the hubbub on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, the Blue Jays had put out a video of Alejandro Kirk uh, booking it from first base. And if one does not keep up with the Blue Jays, Alejandro Kirk is 5'8", 250, 260. Short, stocky guy. Right. And is their um, all-star catcher amazing athlete typically not your prototypical quote-unquote baseball athlete right yeah he, he doesn't fit the build no by any means and so the blue jays tweeted out this video of alejandro kirk booking it from first base and when i tell you he is booking it this man is moving right faster than i guarantee you 99 percent of of the twitter warriors are and the caption was something of to the effect of we would run through a wall for Alejandro Kirk. This Which guy from Toronto apparently took it upon himself to call out the Blue Jays and call the Blue Jays embarrassing for promoting this type of athlete and put it in quotes, basically inferring that Alejandro Kirk's build is not 
your standard athlete. Fucking all-star. Who cares? Right? Well, first off, sir. Nobody cares. You either have it or you you don't. You cannot. You cannot. You can't. There's just, there's no way. So he proceeds to retweet this. uh, Alec Manoa retweets him. And basically ratios him on Twitter, so much so that he ended up deleting the tweet and then about a day later deleting his entire account. Good. Because I just, there was so much. So, okay, we have Al, Alejandro Kirk, right? Not, doesn't fit the the eye test. Like, you know, like, you know, you can look at somebody and be like, oh, they're a really good, you know, athlete, whatever. Daniel Vogelbach. <laughs> right. You know that man is going in the box, and his only job is to hit home runs. That's it. That's not fit. The, he's not going to steal bases. Rowdy Telez. <laughs> no. But see, both. But see, both those. But both those guys are are bigger. They're they're taller. They're right? tall, but they. And so therefore, they you know like it fills it out a little bit more. Alejandro Kirk is not, and I in in fact. I think that MLB should promote Alejandro Kirk and our short king, Jose Altuve, even more so to really show all of the kids out there, hey, you do not have to be that prototypical 6'4", you know, because look, look what they can do. That's, I think MLB really needs to to get on that. MLB, this is what you need to do. Yeah, I mean, like, there's so many different body types in MLB. I think they could totally do some kind of promotion for for younger kids, especially now, like, when they're going through the recruiting process. They get told that they're not big enough or whatever. Like, screw all that. You can either play ball or you can't. Right. Not everyone can look like Joey Gallo, okay? All right? Not not everyone can. Not did you did did you show Olivia that video that I sent you? No, I didn't, it, but I need to. But uh, we're actually going to talk about Olivia's, like, number one baseball crush today, and I'm pretty pumped about it. Okay, so I just – I have one request. When okay. you show her that video, I need you to video her reaction. That's all I'm asking. Okay. okay? That's all I'm asking. That. I can definitely Perfect. do that. Perfect. And I'm, for, for our listeners out there, our tens of listeners, um, I I'm, will not spoil this, this surprise for y'all, so you're, you're just going to have to just wait. <laughs> so, uh, again, on on Tuesday, oh my gosh, we need to speed this up, Shelby. We're still on Tuesday. Holy moly. So, Tuesday, really quick, Kimbrell blows the save. Kimbrell, Craig Kimbrell is, for those that don't know, was, was, is the keyword here, the Dodgers closer. He has been removed from that position, and it's just now a tandem of whoever the hell the Dodgers have in their bullpen that can throw in the ninth. Um, blows the save in the 10th and walks Jorge Alfaro. Free swinging Jorge Alfaro. And the Padres walk it off four to three. When I tell you I have never cheered so loudly in my life. One, because it's the Dodger. Ooh. And two, I just zoomed in on my notes and now I don't know how I zoomed out. Ah, there we go. So Wednesday, the Rays activate Tyler Glasnow. Tyler Glasnow is... A beautiful Olivia's human being. Number one baseball crush. We were going to go to the game today, but she was like, who's pitching? And I was like, <laughs> Corey Kluber. And she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our household is very happy that Tyler Glassnow is back. 
does Olivia listen to the Chris Rose rotation? No, she doesn't. She's a big podcaster. Okay, so just go back and listen to the Tyler Glass now interviews with Chris Rose. She will love it. She will love even more than her. But anyways, Tyler Glasnow's stuff is freaking nasty. And the fact that he's 6'8", and that ball is just, like, it literally, you're he's, like, on top of you before you mm-hmm. even see him. I don't even understand. So, uh, Rays activate Glasnow. He may or may not be a starter in the rotation uh, for the playoffs. They may, they may put him in the pen, because that's what the Rays do, right? It just depends on the matchups. Um, again... The Rays, the Rays are going to raise, and they're just going to do what they're going to do, right? You don't know. Exactly. So, uh, moving on, Pete Alonso is the first Met player since J.D. Martinez, and I've been living under a rock because I didn't realize that J.D. Martinez was ever a Met. Um, since J.D. Martinez in 2018 to get to 40-plus home runs and 130-plus RBIs. He's one of 16 players in history to accomplish this feat within his first four MLB seasons. Um, shout out to Between the Numbs on Twitter for that little tidbit. <clears throat> and Pete Alonso is the first baseman for the Mets. Um, big, big homer guy. And anybody that is strong enough to just break a baseball bat over his knee, and it make, makes it look and makes it look like he's breaking a pencil. Just you are a strong human being, sir. <laughs> strong. I don't want to. Don't want to. We love the polar bear on this pod. We do. We we do love the polar bear. We do love the polar bear. Also on Wednesday. Shelby, did you see it? I saw it. Did you see it? I'm happy. I did not see it. You did not see it? Uh-uh. So I heard about it. I heard about it. Like I, I, I saw I saw my screen light up with all of the notifications and I was like, oh it must have happened. But I did not watch it. Down the middle of the plate. Okay. Down the middle of the plate, goes into the bullpen and left center. Um Jack Campbell does not catch it. Zach Campbell does not catch it. Um, shout out to the, the the Blue Jays bullpen. Okay. Did you see what happened with that? What they did with the ball? Yes. They did you were- know who missed the ball? Did you did you see who missed the ball? Who missed the catch? What his name is? No, I didn't see who it was. I saw somebody missed it. The guy that missed it. I shit you not, Shelby. His name is Frankie Lasagna. What a <laughs> Do you know what he does? Do you know what he does, Shelby? He owns an Italian restaurant in Toronto (laughs) with the name Frankie Lasagna. So I need to know, I need to do more research. I need to do more research and I need to know, is this your given name? Or did you, did you say, hey, I'm going to own an Italian restaurant and you know what would be super cool? If my name matched my, my chosen profession. Yeah. Is it called Frankie Lasagna? Is that the name? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We can look into this. We're we're uh, we're gonna have to do more research, but they were showing they were showing memes and stuff, and he'd already gone viral, obviously, because right. he was sitting back in his chair and he's just all chilling, just chilling, dead, right? But did, so the bullpen's uh, the bullpen catcher catches it, refuses to give it to MLB security. Refuse? Did you see that? No. The bullpen refused to give it to, to MLB sec, uh, security. They end up giving it to uh, – ah, who did they end up giving it to? They noticed somebody from the Yankees, and they end up giving it to them, like a Yankees player. 
because they refused to give it to MLB security. So shout out to the Rays bullpen. I love that. I'm not mad about that. So make sure that Aaron Judge got it. Okay. Well, so I saw that it was so the bull, the bullpen catcher catches it, gives it back. I didn't know all that backstory. But mm-hmm. apparently he's married to a Fox broadcaster, like a sportscaster or oh, something. Really? And she, yeah, she was like on the sidelines doing her thing. And they tell her that her husband caught the ball. Did, and, she, and they're like, did you know? And she goes, I'm, I'm sorry, what now? My, my, hus- my husband caught the ball <laughs> and, and, and gave it back. What, what now? And she goes, okay, so we're just going to have to have a little chat. Because I didn't know this, and uh, I was not, I was not consulted. I, I would, I would have liked to retire. Thank you. That's. Great. I uh, before we move on to the next thing, I have to talk about my favorite meme this week in baseball. It was talking about Roger Maris Jr. going to the game to watch Aaron Judge hit number sixty-one. Uh-huh. So, so you know, he, he's been on like a little bit of a drought, like, you know, chasing this record. And it's like, you know, do you remember from the Incredibles, Mr. Incredibles in his little car, like going to church? Or going to <laughs> yes. And it's like Roger Maris Jr. going to the game again to watch Aaron Judge. And it's like, <laughs> it was so perfect. That's awesome. So for those that are just listening on, on any sort of podcast platform or whatnot, you, you have to go to the YouTube. Don't, you don't have to watch the entire thing. Just fast forward until you, until you get to this part and just look at Shelby when she's explaining this <laughs> meme, because that was adorable. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thursday. Oh, Shohei Thursday. I'm telling you, I think Shohei has just taken it upon himself to say, hey, uh, I realize that all y'all motherfuckers are talking about Aaron Judge and how he's just running away with the AL MVP, but look what I can do, right? Thursday, Shohei Otani took a freaking no-hitter two batters into the freaking eighth. I thought he was going to get it. I really I did. was so freaking sad. I was, I was so I was watching sad. The game cast. I was watching the game cast on my phone, and then I got the notification, and I was like... I was so sad. On he's, a freaking he's, he's, really, he's really good at baseball. Shohei Otani. <clears throat> I don't. No, no, he's not. He's not that good. Shelby, what are you talking about? Aaron Judge is so much better. If you can hear the sarcasm dripping from my voice. Just won the Angels Team MVP award <laughs> along with the, the, <laughs> the award for the best teacher on the team. Shohei Otani is a <laughs> Shohei Otani's freaking uh, so in that game he he went eight innings, two hits, one walk, and ten freaking strikeouts. He lowered his ERA to two point three five. Again, if Shohei Otani was a three or a four in in the rotation and and not hitting freaking bombs i could see where people would be like no no this is not it's not impressive but he is an elite freaking pitcher i mean he he is putting up cy young freaking numbers granted if um you know our our tall king justin Verlander and our other thick king farmer valdez was not in the running shohei otani would 1000 percent be in that conversation right uh his slash line shelby 271 
358, 534, with 34 homers, 28 doubles, and 90 RBIs this year. So he is an elite pitcher and an elite hitter. And you're telling... Yeah, nope. I I am not saying that what Aaron Judge is is doing this year is not impressive because it is 1000 percent unbelievable I, I am not taking anything away from aaron judge no i no, i no no i'm a petty bitch i am taking this away <laughs> it, it is not the same not the same okay not the same not the same and people are going to come at me with war numbers and all that stuff no no i'm now going to clap back with it with all of the clips of shohei otani being defensive off the mound that's that's what i'm gonna clap back with Okay, so like, don't come at me, New York Yankees fans. All I don't know, like one of you that listen to us. Anyways, Shohei Johnny rolls. That's all I have to say. So Friday, what happened Friday, Shelby? The machine does it. Seventy-one. I want to. I want to know how many he ends up with. I want to look into a crystal ball, and I want to. I want to see how many he gets. I. I know. Now, I'm just happy. Question. Okay. Is it is it just during the regular season that, that these numbers count? Like postseason, it starts it starts over. Like it doesn't go towards any sort of record. Or good question. I feel like I looked this up a couple weeks ago, but I can't remember exactly what I read. Okay, so we will look this up. I say we. Maybe I'll look it up if I remember afterwards. Um, Friday, Seattle also clinched. Clinched. Shelby's so excited right now. I Take it, Shelby. Go, go. So I debated on wearing my Mariner stuff or my Astro stuff. Because we went over this. My my second I, favorite team. Who's my second favorite team? I understand that that's your second favorite team, ma'am. I, 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 I do. I understand. But no. I can't. But look, we... I, I'm, I'm pumped. Luckily, I, I also... I also am pumped. And the fact that it was Cal Raleigh that freaking did it. Uh, Let's just appreciate your tweet saying that he will never have to pay for a drink in Seattle ever again because you are right. He is Seattle's king. He is a Seattle icon from here on out. Oh, a a big dumper will never, ever have to worry about a thing in Seattle. Never, ever. Never, ever. So I I, I, I was excited. you know, obviously Astros roll, roll all, but um, it, it could not have been a better storybook chapter ending to a chapter. Thank goodness they closed the book on the drought because. My, my two favorite moments from that were Cal Raleigh when he looked up and he saw that he saw it on the screen and his reaction when he like put his hands on his helmet while he's running. That was, that was my favorite part of that. It's one. so fun to see these guys when they're like emotional. Like they're they're not emotional, but they're playing with emotion. Like that's mm-hmm. when baseball is fun. The second thing was the entire dance circle. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I loved it. I loved it. And everyone gave everyone gave Mariners crap for the whole. And I'm like, yeah, they're having fun. Leave them alone. It's not hurting anything. Like what is not hurting? Nothing. But the fact that everyone did it, oh, I loved it. I loved Let it. the boys play. Let the boys play. Do you know what they call their, their bullpen? What? Los Bomberos, the firemen. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what is Los Bomberos? What? 
Yeah. The fire. Yeah. I love that. So <clears throat> Saturday, yesterday. So for those that don't keep up with the NL, the Braves and the Mets have been going back and forth mm-hmm. for first place. And they are going head to head this weekend. We're on Sunday. The Braves have taken two games from the Mets. And when they wait. say they've taken, like they did not kill the Mets. But the fact that they have, they had Jacob deGrom going on Friday and Max Scherzer going yesterday. And then can, can, I, can, I, can I name drop the Braves king right now? Who's, 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 oh my gosh. Takes both of them deep. Not one, both. Both. 100, the 100, uh, 100th home run off of DeGrom, and then 101 off of Max Scherzer. Dansby Swanson, get yourself a bag this offseason, sir. Literally. Get yourself a bag. Just off the fact that that you have hit bombs off of DeGrom and Scherzer. Like... Just all his his energy right now. Like if I were him, you can tell me nothing. Nope, you know and nothing. But that's what I, this is what the chase for October is about. Players, big players, stepping up and making big plays when it matters, and that's exactly what Dansby's done this weekend. It's I watched today. Um, so. They moved their rotation around so that Jacob DeGrom would be going on on mm-hmm. Friday, right? right? And his last couple of – Jacob DeGrom's last couple of starts did not – have not looked – I say have not looked good. Have not looked like Jacob DeGrom. Let me, let me put it that way. Right. Jacob DeGrom's ba- bad days are pretty much any other pitcher's, you know, like norms, right? Now, granted, the last – his last game against the A's, I don't know what was happening. Now, granted, it was probably his – first blow-up game in, like, four years, which, you know, mm-hmm. every everyone's entitled to a bad day. But the fact that it's Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer and the Braves just took it to him, and in my show notes, I said, uh, one-two punch? Are human? I did because... see that. <laughs> Because I literally, I, everyone has said that that rotation, because of who is your one-two, is un- unbeatable, right? Well, yeah, because I mean, hell, any any baseball fan knows that they're the you know they're two of the top three starters in the league, right? And it's I mean that's what they that's why they were signed, right? They that's- literally like the Mets built a rotation to where they pretty much ninety percent of the time in a, a set are going to get two guaranteed wins. That was kind of how they built this, and then you know. The Braves yeah. said shit on that this weekend. Right? Braves said, watch this. We got this. So everyone is just quietly sleeping on the Braves, and I'm I'm not quite sure why, because they're, the Braves they're are a very good, good team. They're the a very Braves. good team. So Chris Bassett goes this evening, and I don't, I don't know if Chris Bassett has ever pitched a bigger game in his life, basically. Literally. I mean, it. It comes down to this, if the Braves sweep, which they had to sweep in order to take the NL East and to clinch that spot, it's up to Chris Bassett. Mm-hmm. And no, no pressure. Granted, Chris Bassett 
is a phenomenal pitcher. And I think in any other lesser rotation, he would probably be your one or two. Absolutely. But in this rotation, he's, he's the three. So Chris Bassett, shout out. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I don't, I don't know what you're, I don't know how you're going to square off with, uh, with CFM. Cause that's, that's who you're going up to up, up against today. So it's Chris Bassett versus Charlie fucking Morton. And I, I'm just glad the Astros game is this afternoon so that I can watch that game this evening. Let's just. Yes. You are so right about that. All right. Let's go. But also yesterday. Shohei Otani. Was it? I felt like it was a slap in the face. I felt like it was a slap in the face of Shohei Otani. And if I was, if I was Shohei Otani, I would have demanded more. I agree. I agree. And, and the reason I agree is He's been very vocal in the past about being tired of losing. He's been very vocal about it. And to get him to stay, they needed to fucking pay him. Like, obviously, what is this? Like, the biggest, it's still the biggest contract or something like that, right? Yeah. But he's been, very so... vocal about, he's been very vocal about not being happy in with the Angels not winning and, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I have it hasn't really soaked in for me. But he, worst comes to worst, the man's gonna sign the the biggest deal we've ever seen next year. Yeah. So Shohei Otani avoids arbitration and signs a one year, thirty million dollar contract. Considering that he is a two way player and a really good two way player at that, it's just. That just seems very, very low. So um, I guess fingers crossed that he will just break all kinds of records when they, I don't know, sign his free agent contract next year. I don't know. I, but I don't know what the Angels are going to do, if they're going to sell the team and blah, blah, blah. So whatever. I just I just opened up my boot, my two bootleggers Kentucky Mule because... I'm not going back to the to the room temperature <laughs> brown sugar bourbon. We're not doing that. We're not. Nope. Nope. Not. And I'm 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 done with my cranberry and uh, old Weller. So we're gonna we're gonna drink this for the rest of the app. So so I know anyways. that's not I know that's not your favorite drink of all time. But can I talk about some of my favorite things from this week? Please do. Please do. Okay. My number one favorite thing this week, Anthony Rizzo. Manager? So, they lock up against the Blue Jays, what, on Tuesday, right? So, mm-hmm. Wednesday, they get to kind of kick back. And Aaron Boone allows Aaron uh, Anthony Rizzo to help with the lineup and basically manage the game. So, it. it was amazing. He's, like, at the front of the dugout, and he's, like, getting pumped and, like, high-fiving his guys. He... There's like a potential replay and you see him come out of the dugout and he's like, does the gesture to continue playing. And then after the game, he goes through the lineup and he's shaking everybody's hands just like a manager would do. I loved it. It was awesome. Um, I wish we'd see more things like that. I would love to see Maldi manage a game for us. I would love that. I I would freaking love that. So I think this should become a normal thing when, uh, when, uh, Teams clinch that somebody gets to manage the next game. Right? Yeah. My second favorite thing was 
David Ross booing Kyle Schwarber. I need to see this. I have to go. I have to go look. I have to go okay. look. I, need I, will to see send this. You, I will send you the video. But Kyle Schwarber is getting ready to bat, and they they pan the the camera over to the bullpen, and you just see David Ross going boo. So then Kyle Schwarber comes up the next time, and he points to David Ross, and he's like boo. Right, but not, malici- but not like maliciously though. They're no, they're obviously a- friends, and or you know they they know each other, so they're they're just messing with each other and giving each other shit, right? Uh, I have two more things I want to talk about. Carlos Correa going to the Dior store. What kind of rant was that? <laughs> when I go Sir. to the Dior store and I want something, I get it. So if you want my product, you're gonna come get it. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. You know what? But if you put up better numbers this year, maybe you could talk shit. You have not put up, you have not put up your numbers. You haven't. Right? You haven't. There's just, there's, there's no way that, I I mean, shout out to you, Carlos Correa, for having the self-confidence that basically tells you that, that you are the best player on the entire earth, that you have this level of confidence in yourself that you're going to make these kind of statements, but excuse me. Carlos, Carlos I mean, Correa, I, I don't, you think Jorge Mateo has done a bang up job. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. My, I mean, obviously there's going to be some, some club out there that, that that's going to pay him because that's, that's what he is. Can't be more shocking than him going to the twins. So, <laughs> this is this is true. This is true. But who uh who put up the who put up the tweet this this last week that I answered? I have, I have to look. Do, you you keep talking. I'm going to look at the look at the twitters. I have one more favorite thing. Did you see Bryce Harper's twin? Yes, I was so confused. Did you at see first, Did you see the shirt? Yes. Okay, so at first I just I I glanced at the picture and I was so confused at why Bryce Harper was in the stands, but then also in the dugout. I was like, oh, maybe he, maybe it was just a game, like another game, and they're just kind of showing that Bryce Harper is a normal human being that goes to games. And I'm all, but not during season. And then I actually read the, like, the actual caption, and then I read his wife's shirt, and then I'm all, My husband looks like Bryce Harper. I'm like, oh, just kidding. Not Bryce Harper. Got it. Got it. So those are some of my favorite things from this week. Um, th- these are the things that, that make me really happy about baseball. Uh, okay, so one of my – we're going back to the Carlos Correa thing, like, while I, while I scroll. And I think it was maybe inside the dugout, maybe? Inside the Astros? We'll see. Someone had said something about – which two players, which of these two players uh, would you choose and what is their salary? Mm-hmm. And and it was just slash lines, stats. And you knew, I'm like looking at them all. Yes. Let's let's take Carlos Correa and Jeremy Pena for 200. Uh-huh. And I can't, now I can't find it on, on who was that. But anyways, I'm like, try harder, please. Try harder, please. Like, no. This is this is obviously Carlos Correa comparing to Jeremy Pena and their salaries. No, I give me Jeremy Pena all day, every day. And for those people who are talking about his his errors, 
I understand. And a small part of me, a small part of me kind of agrees. But the 97% of me says, that's okay. That's just, that's what we're going to do. I hate to screenshot that. (laughs) Okay. And everyone's like, oh, well, Carlos Correa's rookie year. He didn't have, shut up. (laughs) Carlos Correa's rookie year. Y'all weren't, they weren't, the Astros were not playing like this. Okay. So don't, don't come at me with that. So, um, give me Jeremy Pena season forever. That is my shortstop. That is the hill I'm dying on. You will not convince me otherwise. So do we want to do our, um, do we have a live talking dirty today? <laughs> or do we want to wait till after we get through Astros news? Let's 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 wait till till we get to after Astros news because hell, it may, it may happen again today. So we'll see. So uh, <laughs> tell me about Monday. So Monday was an off day, but it comes out that Jake Myers may be coming back from Sugarland, and I'm all hmm. Hmm. Same. And he's been raking, right? We had talked about this on, on past episodes. He had been raking, mm-hmm. but is he is he just too good for AAA, but just not good enough for, for the majors? So that was Monday. He may be coming back, okay? So then Tuesday, welcome back, Stromy. Welcome uh, he back. He cried. He cried. All of those clips made me cry. Are you kidding me? The fact that he just got so emotional and you could just tell that it just hurts so much that A, we did not, we did not win the World Series. Um, but it just that he had that much love and affection for the entire club that it could, you could tell that it just kind of hurt, but it was like one of those good hurts, you know? So all of those, um, all of those clips that came out of, of him talking to the media and whatnot were just freaking precious. And I realized that precious and baseball probably don't go together in the same sentence, but that's okay. So McCullers was supposed to start that game, but did not feel well and was scratched. He got hard sick, like under injury, fever, lost weight. And it comes out and it's not the flu. It's not COVID. It's just some sort of random bug, right? So Luis Garcia gets the start, goes, um, Six innings, four hits, gives up one earned run with six strikeouts and no walks. No shout walks out, Garcia. Shout out our Cha Cha King. Okay, like I-, I was impressed. I was impressed. He needed that. He definitely needed that. I think we definitely. all need definitely. Um, so Altuve comes in with a leadoff home run, a two zero, just leadoff home run, and I was. I was so excited. Ties the franchise record with with who? Shelby. George Springer. If it it ends up Jays against the Astros, I I will cry. I will. I will cry. Anyways. And then Jordan. But but Jordan rolls his ankle at first, and I was not watching this game at the at the beginning. I was in a meeting. Right. And all, all that comes up on the MLB app was Jordan gets the single, and then it says injury delay. And I'm all silently freaking out on the inside because I'm in this meeting. And I'm all, injury delay, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, what kind of injury delay, what's happening? And then I had to go to Twitter to 
see the the freaking like video of it. I'm all, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, please be okay, please be okay. But he seems he seems to be all right. Mm-hmm. Right? David Hensley comes in. David Hensley, sir, I don't know if I want to if I don't if I want it to get it to stick or not, but I'm like when he comes in and he is just freaking raking, I'm like, whose house? Hen's house. And I was like, that's stupid. We're not gonna say that. <laughs> but I just did, so <laughs> so anyways, uh in the fifth, David Hensley comes in as DH. So all with two outs. Altuve, solo home run, hits his 28th. Pena singles. And then freaking David Hensley with his first major yeah. league home run. And then Breggy. Back to back, baby. Back to back. Their back to back picture is precious because David Hensley is massive. And he does, he's like kind of awkward, like doesn't know what to do, you know? It was, right. good, it was solid. Christian Vasquez is the best part of that picture, though. He's like in the back. What is he? Uh, he's and he's like, like doing a- like a, he's like fishing. He's like doing like the fish face or something. He's <laughs> yeah. the best part. Of, he's the best part of that that picture. The best part. And then um, he's in. <sighs> baby JV. Freaking, freaking love baby JV. Baby JV, however, made my butthole pucker. Yes. But... Made my butthole pucker. But comes in, but gives off gives up a walk, a strikeout, a force out, and then a walk. And now the bases are loaded. And now I'm sitting there like <sighs> but strikes out Corbin Carroll, freaking looking. When I tell you I screamed so loud. It was delightful. By this time, I had the meeting had ended and I was home, and so then I I could actually watch the game, and it was freaking delightful. But in the bottom of the eighth, Altuve walks, and Pena, Jeremy Pena, making up for his uh, error in the sixth. Bad error. With yes, it was a it was a bad error, and I it was a bad error. It was it was very bad error. Okay, but. That's okay. That's okay, Jeremy Pena, because you made up for it by hitting a two-run freaking bomb. And that was his 20th home run, which puts him on a short list with only five other rookies. Who are those five other rookies, Shelby? George Springer, Carlos Correa, Jordan, Lance Berkman. I'm blanking on this last one. I want to say it was Glenn Davis, I think, maybe. Probably Glenn I don't Davis. Know. That's it. Um, that is a, that's a pretty pretty elite list of Astros of, of batters, right? Like that that is any list that you were on with those names. That that's it's pretty good, right? Yes. Good. So Altuve's stat line from that game: uh, he goes three for four with a walk, four runs, two RBIs, and he moves his average up to two ninety eight. Altuve is. Do you remember at the beginning of the year when he was like kind of slow in the leadoff spot? We were like, I don't know about all this. And then he look what he's doing, freaking doing. Yes. Altuve is sneakily having himself a really good season and no one's yes. talking about it. And yeah. I feel like no one is talking about it because we don't want the Astros. I feel like the Astros fan base does not want the rest of baseball to understand. Because we've heard it all, right? right? Like, we've heard it all. 
And I don't want, we don't want to draw any more attention to Jose Altuve because he gets enough grief as it is. So we are just going to enjoy our short king internally, right? Like that's, that, that sounded really bad. And I, that's, we may edit that. I may, I may actually figure out how to edit these videos <laughs> to take that line out because that was, that is not how I wanted that to come out. Anyways, <laughs> um, Ooh, so within the fan base, we just, we want to enjoy Jose Altuve without all of the external noise. Exactly. That's, that's really what I was trying to get at. So <clears throat> anyways, but David Hensley comes in. Have yourself a freaking night, David Hensley, coming in for freaking Jordan Alvarez and just saying, hey, it's cool. Jordan, you just, you sit over there on that bench and I will, I will produce. I will give you the numbers. So he goes two for three. Uh, scores two runs with three RBIs, and Tucker goes technically four for four, right? Like, he gets two, he goes two for two with two walks. He's on base four times, and he's 29 for 24. We're hoping he hits 30 today. I need him to hit 30. I your have ears to, to God's, your your ears, your your mouth, your voice to God's ears. Is that is that the saying? I don't know. I don't how's know what that, How's that bootleggers going? <laughs> it's so good. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you're insinuating, Shelby. Don't know. Okay. Anyways, we left it on base, right? Do you know how many ex exclamation points I put behind that? Probably 10. so many. So yeah. many because I was that mad. At least ten. At least ten I runners so on base. Yeah, that, that note of Mancini in the first and Chaz in the eighth, because we left the bases loaded in both of those scenarios. But I'm really Anyways. glad you took this note because uh, we'd actually talked about this, like, very briefly a couple episodes ago. Um, Stone Garrett, right? You talked about this name. He went the to last school. Yes. George High School, so he's, he's a local boy. But what's he his dad's name? He's the, last, he's the last batter for the Diamondbacks. And isn't it? Okay, so first off, if your name is Stone Garrett, like, you got to be a badass, right? Absolutely. I feel like you have to be a badass. But then when you find out that his dad's name is Rock Garrett, I, I'm sorry, your dad's name is is what? And and your name is your name is what? Hi, my, my name is Rock Garrett. Here is my son, Stone. Here is my son, Stone. Son, Stone? I, I need I need Stone Garrett to have a daughter very soon, and I need him to name her Pebble. I, need I knew her, you were gonna say. I need I need to I need him to name her Pebble, so that it just rock stone Pebble, and it just that's it, done. And his 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 wife, baby mama, does not get any say in it whatsoever. The first daughter's name has got to be Pebble. It's it's got to be. Agreed. So if, if anybody knows Stone Garrett that can get him this clip, please, for the love of all that is holy, get him this clip. And that when he has a daughter and he names her Pebble, I'm going to call it. That's, that's what we're, that's what we're Things saying. Things you need to see. What happens Wednesday? Things, yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. Chaz. Chaz. Chaz Have you seen the Chaz Chomp? 
Chad. Have you seen the chat show? Yes. So I actually went to a game and there was like one guy sitting behind home plate doing it. And I was like, what is this guy doing? And now it is just taken off like wildfire. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. And I don't understand why it's the whole gator chomp. I don't either. But I'm here for it. Whatever, whatever will get will get us Knox. That's what I'm here for because apparently not only Knox, but hop well, home run, right? Well, so apparently the guy that started it or whatever said that he did it at one game, and Chaz got some Knox, so he just kept doing it, and it just it just caught on. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I will. I'm way more here for that than the freaking wave. I will just tell you that. Uh, agreed. 1,000%. So, um, unfortunately, though, we do we do lose that game against the D-backs, 5-2. Chaz, with the oppo home run, scores us our only runs, but that's okay. Um, Tuck steals 25. So, that last stat that we just said, we're just going to erase that. And so, he's now... 29 for 25. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, hopefully we can, we can get up there, Kyle Tucker. Anyways, Chaz with the apple power because he, he has 14 home runs this season and nine of those are freaking oppo. I know. It's crazy. How is that? Is that? Do you think, do you think, Chazzy, do your thing? Is that mechanics? Is that just strength? What is that? Shelby, as an athlete, I need you to tell me these these things. That's why we bring you on. That's why we keep you around. I mean. Even Chaz, though you wanted to wear Mariner's gear on the freaking pod today. I'm excited, okay? <laughs> I won't hold it against you. I won't hold it against you. Okay, so Thursday we have an off day. Friday. This is not how, how I wanted to clinch the AL, but we'll take it. Correct. We'll take it, right? So Friday, the Astros clinched the AL. Not with a not with a win, but with a Yankees loss. And I'll just be real honest, that's almost as good. It's almost yeah, as good. You know what? Right. Um, but we lose to the Rays seven to three. And with that with that win, the Rays clinch a playoff spot. Excuse me, a wild card spot. Um Jake Myers comes back, and because Jake Myers comes back, Yanier Diaz goes down. But we don't see him, right? We don't see him in the lineup. <laughs> But we see him in the lineup yesterday. Shelby, I need to know. Do you think Jake Myers is fucking back? Do you think he's back? I don't. I don't. Don't say that, Shelby! I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't. I, I'm not convinced yet. I think okay. we've become very... I think Chaz is our comfortable guy. He's... He's not oh he's not gonna overdo anything. He's gonna do exactly like we know what Chaz can do. We know what we expect him to do. We don't expect him to do any more than that. Um I'm trying not to get my hopes up because I do really, really, really want Jake Myers in that position, but I'm not convinced after one phenomenal game. I will give you that. I will give you that, Shelby. But I am not that strong. I'm not gonna hopes. be mad about it if he is back. My hopes are already up, okay? My hopes are already up because Jake Myers, have yourself a fucking game, okay? 
that that catch that he made fucking phenomenal amazing oh my god chaz does not make it chaz won't make the catch mauricio dubon doesn't make the catch but jake fucking myers does (sighs) that i was like shut up did he he did he did he made that freaking catch and um shout out to all of our twitter followers that (laughs) that liked and interacted with all of the quote-unquote live tweeting last night because i was going off you were going off. I know. So you, I told you, I get I get notifications for my own personal Twitter and for the bourbon and baseball one. My shit was going nuts. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, Cool Arrow eighty. I don't actually know your name because you don't have it on your Twitter, which is actually pretty smart. But shout out to you because you are phenomenal and you actually listen to the pod. And for that, we are very thankful. But um, he actually retweeted us and uh tweeted at us and said that he listened to the episode and was was a fan and that we should just keep going so shout out to you cool arrow because like the gift that i put up that made my day it really did like it warmed my cold broken deep deeply emotionally scarred heart so (laughs) anyways uh so jake myers goes two for three one run and two stolen bases. I, but what do you do? Oh, all right. Jake Myers. Jake Myers came to play. Okay, like Jake Myers said, right. no, no, My I came, I came back. That, you know, we talked about this a couple, a couple episodes ago. My hope is that he went back down the AAA and kind of got his spark and his confidence back because you could tell that he was just like so defeated and like was trying way too hard. So that is my total hope, but. Going out there and stealing two bags in one game says that he's feeling pretty damn good. I, I really, I really hope. And you could kind of tell that it was, it was a little mental. I, I think the, obviously I think the ability has always been there. Right. And, you know, uh, maybe, maybe they did rush him back too early and maybe he wasn't mentally ready to come back because I think a, a, a big part of his non-performance coming back was mental. I mean, obviously, right? Because baseball is a mental game. Um, But I feel like him getting, going back to Sugarland and raking just reignited something in him. And hopefully, fingers crossed, it stays. But they put out the lineup for today. And of course, he's not in it. So who knows? Who knows? Um, But anyways, Shelby, did you know, did you know that El Reptile, freaking Christian Javier, is a badass? Uh, and yeah. no one is talking about it. Sneaky no snake, sneaky snake. No one is freaking talking about it. And I love. Um, shout out to Apollo Hou that put out this tweet yesterday. Did you see? Did you see the tweet that they put out? That is it. It was. Um, it, they had retweeted Yankees Muse, and Yankees Muse had put up Nestor Cortez's stats. Right, and they. They retweeted, they quote, quote tweeted that and said, Christian Javier's 2020 season has come to a finish. And then listed all his stats and they said, and he's only the Astros game four starter. Mm-hmm. So let me just, let me just read you. Let me just read you the stats from Nestor Cortez versus Christian Javier. So Nestor Cortez's ERA is 2.44 with 151 excuse me, 158.1 innings pitched, 163 strikeouts versus 38 balls, 
uh, based on balls, 3.13 FIP and a 0.92 whip is the low, and he's the lowest single season ERA by a Yankee starter since Ron Goodry. Versus Christian Javier stats, a 2.54 ERA, 148.2 innings pitched. So only, only 10 innings less, uh, 195 Ks with 52 base on balls, a 3.16 FIP, and a 0.95 whip. Jesus. So you're going to sit there and tell me Nestor Cortez is your number one compared to our number four. It's on it. And no one's freaking talking about Christian Javier. All of the shine is going to Verlander and Fromber. And and for good reason, because Verlander and Fromber have put a phenomenal, phenomenal performances this season. But Christian Javier, have yourself a fucking season. The best part of Christian Javier is his pregame pictures with Julia Morales. I think he is... Precious. And he has beautiful teeth. Beautiful teeth. Yes. I love him. Like, I just want to hug him. Like, I just want to. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Christian Javier memory of all time is when he spilled coffee coffee. on himself. Yes. Before a game. And then didn't change. Not at all. And then (laughs) then he came out and threw, like, one of the best games of his career, I think. Yeah. I think, like, six innings, no no hit or something like that. Yeah. So. Um, but he's currently, currently has 25 and a third consecutive scoreless innings, which is the longest active MLB streak. And no one's talking about it. Freaking no one is talking about it. So his, uh, slash line yesterday was six shutty, right? Seven Ks, gives up two hits and two base on balls. Have yourself a freaking game, Christian Javier, because you did phenomenally, right? I can't wait to see this rotation in October. And and who and who comes out? Who comes out in relief? Your man, freaking baby JV. Oh, that is that is my alarm. That is my alarm to take my Adderall. FYI, <laughs> in case anyone was wondering. But that is my alarm to take my Adderall. So, anyways, um, baby JV freaking comes in and just. Just is just fucking nasty. Like it, there's just, there's no other words. There are no other words for baby JV. And if for some reason, AJ Przinsky could just shut up and just let us enjoy baby JV, that would have been mm-hmm. delightful, mm-hmm. but there, there wasn't. So, uh, baby JV comes in with a strikeout, but gives up a double to G man toy. Um, again, shout out to cool arrow. <laughs> tweets last night he was he was cracking me up with his g-man choy uh hatred <laughs> he's like i don't know but i just hate him now but just what no. <laughs> it was cracking me up um Rafael up double yep um montero comes in the eighth with and with a ground out a fly out and a strikeout presley in the ninth presley ryan presley gets a gift gets a frigging gift from the umpire with a, um, that G-Man Choi strike, quote unquote, 
So it was not close, but okay. It was, hey, not, it was not close. It was a gift. It was a gift. And we'll, and it we'll was take a gift. it. Right. But uh, with one out, he walks a Rosa, Rosa Reina, then walks Ronda Franco, strikes out G-Man Choi, a single to Yandy Diaz. So now the, bo- the bases are loaded and my butthole is all kinds of puckered. Of course. Right? Of course. Gives up the single, which which um, drives in a run. And now it's two to one. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Are we really going to lose this game after all of this phenomenal pitching? We don't. No, we don't. Because Ryan Presley says, okay, I got this. Let's do this. Ends with a line out. And now our record is 103 <laughs> games. We have won 103 games. Show me. 103. And I know I wasn't here. I wasn't here. I wasn't a baseball fan for the horrible years, but I'm here now. And I, it is delightful. Just freaking delightful. You are very spoiled. I, I am very, very spoiled. And I know that. I know that. And that's okay. That's okay. As, as my husband and best friend like to remind me at all points in time that I was not here when they were the last rows. So, but, um, a look ahead. We have the race today, mind you. The game will start in about it's twelve thirty ish right now. The game will start in about forty minutes. So we have split the series up until now. Fingers crossed that we can pull out a win. Um, the and then we have Phillies for three, and then we start October baseball. Right, we start the ALDS. Um, but can we just just take a minute to talk about the Phillies for a hot second? Because Dusty Baker has said that for the integrity of baseball, he is going to play our starters, our normal, regular guys, right? Against Philly. Philly is really hoping that we don't. (laughs) They're not playing great baseball right now. They, they aren't. They, they are not. I, I don't know what happened. No, I, I take that back. I do know, I do know what happened. The Philly said... We're going to just, we're going to load up on our offense and we're not going to really worry about our, our defense. And hopefully we can just outslug everybody. Yep. It's not looking I, good right now. No, no. And I understand that Bryce Harper got hurt. So he got sought into the DH role and Kyle Schwarber was not supposed to play as much, as much outfield as he was supposed to, right? They didn't shine yeah. Kyle Schwarber to play outfield, right? Play outfield. No, not at all. But we have, we have Phillies for three. <laughs> I don't know if they'll be able to mash. I don't I'm, know if they'll be able to mash against us. I'm Shelby. looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It it will be very interesting. But the doubleheader that they had against the Nats yesterday, that first game, the Nats said, nah, nah. We don't have anything to play for, so if the we Nats can fuck up your bad. season, let's do it. The Nats are bad. Yeah, they, but Joey Manessis, Joey Manessis said, here, you hold this, <laughs> I'm going to go play some baseball, right? That first game was what, like 13 to 4 or something? Yes. 13 yes. to 4. And I don't, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in between those games in the Phillies clubhouse. Because when I they bet, came I bet out. They ripped that shit to shreds. They, I bet they ripped the shit to shreds. When they came out for that second game, whoo boy. That is that Phillies offense that, that that they're known for, right? Kyle Schwarber with freaking 
two solo home runs. It just, no, no. The Phillies said, oh, okay, this is, <laughs> oh, oh, were we, we're supposed to play now? Not now? Oh. Okay, we got this. Let's, let's a, go. It was just a warm up, a little warm yeah. up. So it was a, I think the final score was a, what, like eight to two or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like that. So it'll be interesting to see what the Phillies do for the last three games to see if they can clinch that, that last, um, that last spot. It's between them and the Brewers, right? I think it's the Brewers. I think it's the Brewers. But <laughs> really all I'm, all I'm really, my eyes are on the Braves-Mets game. So we'll see. I'm going to check that out tonight. I just got so, my wonderful notification to watch Aaron Judge bats at bats live now free oh, on DTV. Is that, is that what that ding was? Yes, every, every, every day. Okay, let's wrap this up. I need to know this this live talking dirty. I'm sure I'm not going to be able to to hold uh hold my emotions here. So, since you know we do have this segment called Talking Dirty to Me, and for those that are have are just now tuning in, uh, the entire reason I started watching baseball was one because of um, tight baseball pants, and two because of the random things that I would hear coming out of the broadcast whether it be from the announcers or random names or, or whatnot. And last night's game provided me with today's talking dirty to me because I was only half paying attention and I was silently cussing at AJ Pruszynski. And all of a sudden my head snapped up because I was like tweeting something and my, but my head snapped up and I go, I, I'm sorry. What did AJ Pruszynski just say? <laughs> Who's who was coming? Who was a bat? Who who was coming up to bat? So apparently, the Rays had called up. The Rays had called up Miles Masterboni, <laughs> and my I almost got whiplash when I had heard AJ Pruszynski say this name and I'm like, what, I, what, what happened? What? So then I had thought that it was, it was the last batter, but no, he was talking about the batter to come. Ha! Anyways. And so, <laughs> it just got better. It just, so, so the, so he, he steps into the box and, and AJ Brzezinski's like, and you know, enough to bet now is, is master bony. And I'm, and I could not hold it together because when I first heard it, I did not think that he said master bony and my 12 year old brain went into master boner. And it just, for the rest <laughs> of the entire game, every time they announced Miles Masturbone to come up to bat. I, I just, I let out a giggle and every single time, every single time, Mike just looked up and goes, really? <laughs> I was like, I, I, yes, yes. So I am so sorry, Miles Masturbone. If you ever hear this clip, I, I apologize in advance, but apparently my brain Tough life. is is stuck in 12 year olds boy maturity level and it, I love I, it 
So that is that is this week's segment of talking dirty to me is is uh, Miles Masturboni. I can't even say it. Was that's that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Poor guy. I can't. Well, and I was like, surely that's not that's not how it is, right? And then like the spelling of his name is something like M A S T O R B U O N I or something like that. So well, at least it's not like obvious, you know. Yeah. But I would hate have I would have hated to been poor little kid in like first grade or something that that the teachers on the first day of school is reading the the role and she's on Miles Master Buani and then he has to raise his hand and he's like it's Master Boney <laughs> you know but then like in like sixth grade when he just really you know when that that kind of understanding gets takes over. He's just like, whatever. I, I don't even care at this point. <laughs> so anyways, this, this episode has run super long. And I, and for that, I apologize, listeners. Um, we really thank you guys for hanging in there with us and uh, talking some baseball with us. You can reach us on all of the socials, um, Twitter at bourbon in the letter N, B-ball. You can reach Shelby at underscore Shell Miller. All of our Twitter handles will be under our, our names. Um, but I will link all of our Instagrams, which is bourbon and baseball pod and our Facebook. Um, I don't remember our Facebook link because I'm not that active over there on that. And I will link all of our show notes, uh, with our articles and whatnot. And so I'm not even quite sure what that was Shelby. So (laughs) that is a, a pet bunny. Oh, was that the- <laughs> um, so we really want to thank all of y'all that have hung in with us and that have hung in there with us and listened. We really appreciate all y'all. And if you like what you hear, if you don't like what you hear, don't tell us. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Okay. <laughs> I just want to hear all of the endearing adoration praise. That's all I want to hear. Okay. Thanks. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But if you guys have any constructive criticism, holler at us, let us know, um, give us, uh, ratings, but only if they're really, really good. Um, and all of the reviews, but again, only really good reviews, none of the bad reviews. Okay. So, uh, again, we really thank you guys. And until next week, go Strohs.